Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt. We want the dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Did you want to tell me something? Although Bethany Frankel and uh, Dennis Shields had an on again, off again relationship, Shields knew. Welcome back. It's the Lori and Julia show. My talk 1071. Everything entertainment tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock. Be afraid, Lori. What's happening? Be very afraid. Oh, Project, Project Down and Dirty 8 will be revealed tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. Set your alarm, set your watches, mm-hmm. and join us, Dawn mm-hmm. and Alexis, and of course, Jason. Mm-hmm. They will, uh, I guess, they'll be talking to somebody, and we'll get the big reveal tomorrow morning. We'll talk to somebody. I don't know. But then we'll find out what's happening. We don't don't know. We don't know nothing. Holly doesn't know any clues. I've just pumped her for information. No, we talked to B. Arthur earlier this afternoon. It's a waste of time. Yeah, it really is. Well, I mean, normally it is, but she actually did give a couple of clues that led to absolutely nothing. What were the clues? (laughs) Wheels? Wheels? She said wheels. (laughs) What? And also the word fun. Oh. Which is a very good generic word. (laughs) And mysterious those were words she used on the morning show mysterious and fun and then today she used wheels Wheels. are we gonna have a haunted house on like like the old haunted like the school library bus oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i have no idea laura you're gonna be able to steal full snickers bars away from children i hope they're not gonna make us work at the haunted hayride well that is wheels right that's too cold it's too cold uh, too far away donnie it is too cold outside at that time of year early october yeah but you don't know it's minnesota it could be totally snowing outside i don't have any idea yeah. what the flippity flip wheels no, means? No, I don't. I mean, you know what? I do appreciate management's uh, <laughs> redesign of. Uh, they used to announce it at the fair, the project down and dirty, down and dirty, dirty. They, occasionally, occasionally, but they no longer do that. No, it's dangerous because <laughs> if it's, this is a riot, <laughs> because if it's something that the hosts don't like, there will be just nonstop. <laughs> Kibachi? Talk about it. And oh, and how kibachi. much you don't like it. And let yeah, me work out here, my feelings And, and then people about this. who are at the fair, I mean, I know we're always just we're keeping in mind that radio or people are podcasting or whatever, but people who are, people don't like sitting and staring at people who are basically complaining and kvetching. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a good tea. 
It's, it's not a good stew. So they true. by giving it to us the week before, we can air it out. Air it out. That's and right. get rid air of it. Our so dirty when laundry. you sit and watch radio happen live, it's yeah. going to be happy and jolly and yeah. fun. So we shall see. I want it to be Project Down and Dirty Wacky Races. What? Or Project Wacky Downey. Races? Yes, you know, what like the cartoon, mean? because she said wheels. You know, Muttley, you can be Penelope Pit Stop Lori, and you can have your hot pink car, and we can all like go around. Or what? Mario Kart. What? No, what? neither of these uh, <laughs> weird ideas <laughs> no. of yours are happening, Holly. <laughs> she, I'm, no. I'm, I'm reaching. You. I'm reaching. Uh, we can yeah, play no. Mario Kart, and I can she, throw the banana back uh, behind no, you while I, we I, drive I, the go-kart. The wheel thing could just... That that's like a throwaway word. It is. It's does it's throwaway. I know. None I'm of, none of it, it means could be a anything. Wheel. Huh? Spin. Like yeah. a cr- Forget it. Forget <laughs> it. We're gonna oh, find I out know. soon enough. We've wasted enough time talking about okay, it. Okay, go ahead. Because there's nothing we can do about it. We already know it's going to be something horrible that we're going to have to perform. <laughs> I take back my statement about you being optimistic, yeah. Lori. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's Zen performance. Zen performance. Zen performance. They okay. give us a year off because they can't take it and neither can their on-air people take it <laughs> to perform year after year after year. Seriously, if they want people to quit their jobs or leave or retire or whatever, then make us perform every year. I mean, it's a real... It's a real... You know, hardship uh, okay. for people who are not singers, dancers, or actors, speak, which is what we've had to do, <laughs> right? Yeah, Th- that is true. Yeah. Last year we scooped the the poop at the zoo, and that was nice and relaxing, and the cute animals. And, it, oh, it was so it was zen. Yes. It was so zen. Okay, so something that's not zen. So, uh, do you like to read the Daily Mail? Well, of course, of course. Okay, of course. so Richard K is the royal commentator for the daily mail and he has done a full think piece about the existential crisis the royal family is in over thomas markle's toxic behavior oh no he said uh he writes this is fast turning into an existential crisis for the queen's family even though it is impossible not to have some sympathy for Megan, who's finding adjustment to royal life hard enough. The tragedy of it all is that it is a crisis entirely of the palace's making. Richard goes on to say, I've spoken to past and serving royal aides who believe the response and handling of the whole Thomas Marco affair was inept and feeble. Oh, um, that the words. palace lost Ooh. control. Um, for the royals, his revelations are dangerous and unfamiliar territory. And the Kensington Palace uh, blundered when it came uh, to, to dealing with Mr. Markle. Yes, he was invited. Megan had arranged fittings for a wedding coat and shoes. And she just told him to get on a plane and everything would be arranged for him in London and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And a source claims the palace should have brought the Markles in. Here's the thing. I think he does have sources within Buckingham Palace and Clarence House and Kensington. But the week before the wedding, when Thomas seemed hell-bent on destroying his daughter's happiness five days before the wedding. Yes. With his all of his BS, I kind of was on the side that, well, how come Kensington Palace didn't have this more on lockdown? Sure. You know, but I think that there was no way way to negotiate with, I'm going to call Thomas Markle and Samantha Markle and the other guy 
emotional terrorists. Okay. <gasps> There's no way to control those guys. Right. And then, then I feel like if they have, I mean, ch- invite deranged jackass, Samantha Grant over for uh, tea no, when she'd no, been no, selling no, no, out no. her half sister for as soon yes. as the engagement was That's announced. True. Well, yeah. and then if you were Kensington palace and it looks like you're communicating with these people, then that may look bad on you. Like you're trying yeah. to control the city. Like I, I'm sure they probably just wanted to leave it alone and let it work out because it was a lose-lose situation. I don't know. I I mean, Kate Middleton's family um, has got, like, some... Pippa was in a car with the gun-toting hooligan kids, got younger people in Paris. She cheated on her then-boyfriend with her current husband. She was papped with her father-in-law, who was accused of raping two women. Kate's uncle was um, brutally assaulted his wife in public last year. There's no hand wringing in the British media about Kate's family. No, I think that no. there's a class issue going oh, on I with do that too. in with the British Megan's. press. Well, with Meghan Markle, absolutely, versus Kate, Kate Middleton. Middleton. Kate Middleton's family. She's got way more. Kate Middleton's family has way more garbagey garbage and you don't see that that getting dragged through right but as holly said they're a higher yes, class I know. Well, they're behaving pseudo, very differently yes they're pseudo aristocrats kate yes. middleton's family they're upper middle class now they're trying to marry into aristocracy yeah. and the higher classes that's what they're doing megan markle's dad is an american guy who's just doing his thing yeah. and same with samantha markle so that's the difference i think in the way that the british press is handling these two But don't you families. think it's because uh, Meghan Markle is half black? I that mean, that, also, that I is think the, could, the race be, Yeah, I think thing that, that... Because it's like every day, like, she's just getting... They publish these stories, and I'm like, my gosh, they have, like... They've got, like, a dirty crown on their hands with the, Mip, the, the Middleton family yeah. scandals that yes. have happened. Well, and I think... But I guess because that- she's going to be queen, and like you said, they're pseudo, or they are kind of aristocratic, or on their way. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Anyway. All right. All right, listen, we come back. We do have some random thoughts, including you will not believe what Paris is doing, and speaking of Buckingham Palace, they're hiring. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. I was so (laughs) disturbed when I heard about this story today. Oh, no. Okay. So if you're going to Paris, maybe you've just come back from Paris. Apparently, tourists visiting Notre Dame Cathedral... Il Saint Louis to go to the famous ice cream shop. There are now red, red and white exposed urinals available for use all across the city. They are bright red. They're called Yuri Trottoirs. What? They're an eco-friendly <laughs> solution to public peen, otherwise known as wild peen. In and it looks like a big planter. There's a greenery on top, and then an eyes. There's a sign eyes down. Revealing the side urinal. And aside from a slight U-shaped catcher, there's not any privacy shields. One of the Yuri Tatas is right along the Seine as the Batumush riverboats come by. And there you are (laughs) using your, uh, you know, your Yuri Tatas. 
And the one that's on the Ile Saint Louis, which is the historical little bit of a little piece of land right oh, behind Notre Dame gosh. Cathedral, is um, 22 yards away from a school. It, a school is right there, and the locals are going crazy. They're like, why would you put something so immodest and so ugly in such a historic spot? But uh, the Paris uh, tried to implement the Incivility Brigade in 2016 to enforce fines for all the wild peen that is going on with men in Paris. I never knew this was happening. The today. company behind Yuri Tatra <laughs> says the receptacles are filled with straw where the urine flows in and can be used for compost within a year. Hey, reduce, reuse, and recycle. That's, right. That's very environmental. But do we need to make the world easier for men who are basically the world already is their urinal by giving them a Yuri Tatra where they can pee in front of everybody? Lori, I, yeah, I am so with you, but I Jesus. feel like we can't fight it we can't and that it's better to pee in the box than it is well, to you pee in the river well of course and i am going to paris in september and i will come back with the report <laughs> i will try and get casey to pee in one of these <laughs> so i can take a picture <laughs> please from behind oh, you have to i have to i'm expecting this report and then you'll win a pulitzer when but, you come back but this, <laughs> this isn't the first time that when i was living in amsterdam i think it was during the euro football soccer tournament oh, they one of the put big, up these they sort put of up things these sort of things in the public squares in uh yeah. in the lights um the light supply and some other places because, because soccer is so many men so much beer you can't yeah, stop true. it yeah. yeah so you gotta control you're trying it. to stop the wild peen yeah and you're not gonna see a woman whip out a diva cup thing and no. start you no. No. no we need the restrooms yes yeah all right well there you go so there's the okay. random thing that That's i have very romantic <laughs> for Full you report. Coming from Lori soon. Yeah. Buckingham Palace is seeking a new recruit recruit for the Queen's Kitchen. They're looking for a kitchen porter. Donnie, how much is 20,000 um, pounds a year? Is that about 40,000? I, I would imagine will, uh, 35 Check okay. for you right now. And you get 33 holidays a year. $25,429. Okay, Ooh, so the exchange is not so good. But no, you will so. live on site. You don't have to pay for room and board. And you get a month off every year? Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. What are the duties? It was just posted on the Royal Household website this week. They need a new member of the catering team to provide outstanding service. Meals are provided. You live there. On-the-job training if you haven't worked in catering. Well, that sounds like a fantastic way to get your foot into the door, and maybe you can deliver the biscuits to the queen. I know. Your Majesty. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes, experience isn't necessary. They want a natural team player with initiative. That's it. Serve those biscuits. Yeah, according to the Queen's former chef, Derry McGrady, who went on to serve Diana, Princess of Wales, now runs his own catering company in Dallas. The palace is a wonderful place to work. It was amazing. It was everything I expected it to be. They have the most amazing produce, the best quality food. And the best ingredients, just little things like picking up the phone and calling Herod's and asking for a rack of lamb with a two-inch eye of meat and six bones. You get everything you want. And the queen is not a foodie. She prefers throwing dinners to actually eating them. She eats to live. It's Prince Philip that loves to eat. Uh He loves food. He's interested in food. He wants to know where it came, came from. The queen, not so much. She can never have garlic. Doesn't she just drink gimlets all throughout the day? She's a day she just, yeah, she's a day drinker. Yeah, like five drinks spread out over the course yeah, of the day. She's just slightly pickled the entire time whenever you meet her. Yeah. Just know that she's a uh, fly- another gimlet, would you? Yeah. <laughs> That's all the random stuff I have. Uh, okay. I don't know if you guys have any. Uh, I want to tell you that Vienna is the most livable city in the world. So everyone move to Austria. Oh, geez. We're going to get right on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The United States does not make the top 10. Our highest city is Honolulu, which is in 23rd place. It's the 23rd most livable city in the world. Really? Is Paris in there? Uh, Paris. Well, they're down on the list. I don't know where they are exactly. But just because you can pee out in public doesn't mean that you have a high quality of life. That's right. Word. High on my list. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yuri Trata, that is our word of the day. We got Kenny with the traffic, and when we come back, our material girl has a big birthday, and the Today Show is here to remind her. Okay, uh, let me just finish writing this note to myself. And this report sponsored by Quick Trip, that jam on North on 100 at Highway 81 continues. I can't shut it down, it's going viral. This is the My Talk Now trending report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. Well, a local trend here would be Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper. So their concert that is supposed to be tomorrow night at the XL Energy Center has now been postponed until October 14th. That'll be two months from now because Rod Stewart has strep throat so he needs to rest and he will be back on the road in a couple of months also trending online this afternoon would be cara delavine and ashley benson apparently the two of them are in a relationship together they were smooching at london heathrow airport also trending would be star trek discovery that show has found its spock in actor ethan peck and yes his last name is familiar because his grandfather was hollywood legend gregory peck and also trending online something we listened to earlier in the day that would be Nicki Minaj on Stephen Colbert doing a little freestyle rapping about Mr. Colbert himself and also trending online this afternoon something on the Lori and Julia show page over at mytalk1071.com would be a photograph of Sean Lennon and James McCartney that would be the sons of John Lennon and Paul McCartney Donna, we love you so much. But did you just say Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper are canceled for tomorrow at the Excel? They're canceled for tomorrow, but the show has just been postponed. So they'll be back in town October 14th. Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper have had to postpone their concert for tomorrow night because Rod has strep throat. Uh, I know. 
That's a Sunday, by the way, Lori, in October. I. What's the matter? I don't know. <laughs> I just, wonder if it's really sad selling about this. well. Well, it said that he was th- fine last week in New York at Madison Square Garden partying up with Hoda, uh, and, Hoda and Kathy, Kathy Lee. Well, here's what or he has Savannah. to say in a Let statement. Let me Hollywood speak it. Please, okay. here's a statement from Rod Stewart. Gutted that strep throat has left me unable to perform this week in Kansas City and the Twin Cities. Thanks to the fans and promoters for their support and swift rescheduling. I look forward to seeing you in October. All right. You believe it? You buy it? I do. It's not any kind of re-maneuvering? No, No. I don't think so. Oh, well, that gives you time to buy tickets because he's a delight. He's delightful, but I was like all excited to go tomorrow night. Oh, you were going? I was, I'm going. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't know that. I, yeah. I am sorry that yeah. you're going to have to find something else to do with your Wednesday evening, I Lori. mean, I think my one girlfriend who lives in Duluth might be slightly glad that it's moving to a Sunday because for her, it's just like yeah, it would be, midweek. she can make mm-hmm. a, yeah. a weekend out of coming down to the cities. Right. Yes. All right. Fine. Thank you. Okay. All right. So Madonna. 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 Her birthday is in just a couple of days. She is born on the same day. Isn't I think her birthday is the same day as Elvis's death? The 16th? Uh, 16, yeah. The 16th. Yeah. August 16th. And Madonna has a big birthday. I can't even say the number aloud. I will say it for you. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Madonna is turning 60, 60. years old. Let's roll the Today on the Show 16th. audio. She's groundbreaking. She pushes boundaries. A pop culture icon. And believe it or not, the one, the only material girl is about to turn 60. I think the most controversial thing I have ever done is to stick around. Stick around? That's an understatement. Madonna's vogued her way through nearly four decades in the public eye, and she's not only repeatedly reinvented herself, she's also remained relevant. Thank you for acknowledging my ability to continue my career for 34 years in the face of blatant misogyny, sexism, constant bullying, and relentless abuse. Years ago, Madonna said she was just a girl trying to get a job. I just wanted to get one song played on the radio. That was my goal. I wasn't thinking big enough. No one had any idea that she would go on to sell more than 300 million albums worldwide, including 38 top 10 hits and seven Grammys, on her way to becoming the top-selling female recording artist of all time. Madonna has proven that a woman in the public spotlight can own their sexuality without being an object of um, exploitation. Madonna's songs helped force taboo conversations about sex into the mainstream. In 1985, Dress You Up made the Parents Music Resource Center's Filthy 15 list. The issue here is larger than violent and sexually explicit lyrics. Still, she pushed the envelope from the Virgin Mary to Marie Antoinette and Marilyn Monroe. Madonna created her own identity by aggregating iconic women of the past as she looked ahead. When her daughter Lourdes was born in 1996, Madonna told us motherhood changed her life. It's made me a much happier person. My daughter is truly the greatest thing I've ever done. Madonna is raising five other children, four of them adopted from the African country of Malawi, where she opened a pediatric hospital last year. 
She may be turning the big 6-0, but this superstar is just getting started. She spoke directly to her critics in 2016. Your resistance made me stronger, made me the fighter that I am today. Mm-hmm. Wow. And of and course, uh, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2008. That, yes. That's right. And I mean, people do kind of forget about Madonna, like how radical and how brilliant and how much she changed so many people's lives. And then also just in opening up, you know, the whole gay culture, when that Open Your Heart video came out, I mean, she was a stripper dancing in a club. Yep. And there was a lesbian drag king. There were two gay sailors locked in an embrace. And it was just like, it was just, it was just, she was just, it was just there. And so you forget that she opened up gay life to mainstream life. Yeah. And that's why. It's easy to take that for granted yes. in 2018. And as from a, the very beginning. From the very beginning. And even a pers- as a person, I jumped on, my consciousness was with Madonna in the early 90s. But to, to think about even just open your heart in the late 80s and how much that changed the conversation, the yeah. cultural conversation, and that she is still doing those things today. I love Madonna. Because when she came out, I mean, Freddie Mercury wasn't out, uh, you know, Pet Shop Boys, George Michael, people were still in the 80s very much having to to do that. But in the 80s, people still existed in their own bubble. And Mm -hmm. that is why Madonna has, you know, just uh, people are just like fans for life. You know, um, I got a funny... uh, Note for my our friend Neil Donnie Neil the Knitter. Yes, I remember the first time I heard Madonna at Dayton's in the general department. Some gay dude had her on a mixtape, and we're like, "Who, Who is, is that?" that? Yeah, right. um, hmm. So, and the the album like a prayer when that came with a copy of you know of a handwritten note um, from Madonna um, declaring that everyone with AIDS deserved respect and compassion regardless of their sexual orientation and Madonna was accused of being you know irresponsible about she, about how she talked about sexual orientation and ir, you know she, she got so much criticism mm-hmm. tons and tons and tons and tons of criticism and um she was like a lion she just did not back down yeah you know so anyway Madonna you know she may be the first gay icon that hasn't had a tragic life in the gay, you know, culture of mm-hmm. who helped kick down that door. Right. Because to me, she isn't tragic. No, oh, I would no, not no. consider yeah. Madonna to be tragic, tragic at, all. at all. A life yeah. well lived. And I think one of the enjoyable things is that Madonna has been willing to be expressive publicly about the changes and and the things that are going on in her life. And she embraces them and she has opened the doors for so, so many different ways of, of seeing the world. Mm -hmm. And we've gone on all of these journeys for her. Like when she, when she had her children, she was really into that and she got into yoga and mysticism and she shared that with people. And it was, and, and, and all I gotta say, the she's, different iterations of her life. Yeah, she's having fun because she knows how much crap she gets about her age. And she did say that at the 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 biggest thing I've ever dared do is get old in this business age. Yeah. But um, you know, she a couple days ago, she's like, "I'm getting ready for my spankings," and then two more <laughs> days uh, till my birthday. Today, I'm wearing cake on my head. Yes, <laughs> I mean, it's good that and, she can laugh at herself. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. I guess, does 60 scare people? No, it shouldn't. I think it's a scary I, number. I think that it's... I, I can't uh, really speak because yeah. I am not 60 yeah. years old yeah. yet. But but it it, it probably... For, it is a different... Because we haven't, I think... We haven't had... Haven't had pop stars well, with agency at share, But that's about it. Yeah, really it. with like you agency know, in this kind of iteration. You know, you have yeah, like Frank saying. Sinatra and right, all these other right. people. And they who were like old before it, their time. Yeah. yeah. Is it different when pop stars, when male pop stars turn 60? Then? It always is. Yeah. Many. Uh, with distinction, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen at 60 was like, eh, whatever. But I think I have always 60, heard it's... that guys have a hard time with 40. Like that that's a guy's really? thing. Really? I, don't know. I don't know. All I know is every year I've ever been a nine, I've behaved badly, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot of behaving badly. Look forward badly. to Madonna's nine, new music this the year, The nine too. years. It's like, wow. <laughs> Okay, so Lisa Marie Presley is going to testify against her estranged husband, Michael Lockwood. He is trying to claim that the post-nup he signed a year into their marriage, he, listen to this lame excuse, I'm on Team Lisa Marie, he, our Los Angeles jury, is going to mull over this question, did Michael Lockwood marry Elvis's fabulous, wealthy daughter for love or for her money? Before she married him, Lisa Marie who's now 50, told broke musician Michael Lockwood she would not marry someone who would come after her for her money. And he assured her, hey, I'm not that guy. And so much for assurances scoffed at Presley's attorney and legal paper that were filed on Monday, just yesterday. A post-nuptial agreement they both signed said uh, they would neither one would go after support from the other. He is saying when he signed that a year after their wedding, that he was co first, he said he was coerced into signing it. Uh-huh. Then he said he didn't read it properly. Uh-huh. He said his lawyer at the time who since died, didn't explain the agreement to him. Oh, please. And he doesn't even remember the period when the post nup was negotiated and signed. Now, which is it? Bloop, blop. Nope. All they, they call that the lies. Teresa Judice defense. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was signing. Oh, his my. position of, gee, I didn't know what I was signing, <laughs> or the fact that his lawyer died. And um, anyway, remember, uh, they they filed for divorce. She did from Lockwood in June of 2016 after 10 years of marriage. And um, anyway, she did just have to pay his $100,000 in legal fees last month. But I think... Team I think, Lisa Marie I think she's going to win one. that one. I think she will, too. You Against signed it. The, the post-nup with a lawyer and everything. This yep. is just a long shot, right? Yeah. Okay, listen, we come back. We've got a lot of things to Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? the meaning of this all right let's hollywood speak um yes. holly is in on lodge 49 donnie on amc following better call oh, she Saul. Is. yes okay. watched it last week it's quirky and different and okay it's refreshing i'm in thank you yeah yeah that's what it is it's so different okay um kind of hopeful in a weird way yes well it's not dark and depressing yes and it's not violent yes so it's I think, not futuristic dystopian yes. any of that uh, it, it's dark. character driven yeah yeah Which okay here's nice. one 
Uh, this story just is so suspicious. Okay, so here's the story. I love those stories. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow, a risk embarrassment this weekend in the Hamptons when she realized she forgot to bring her credit card while shopping. A source tells us Paltrow was at high-end clothing store Blue and Cream, if that isn't an East Hampton beach oh, name, right? With her 14-year-old gosh. daughter. She didn't have a way to pay. She was mortified. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. As a witness, we hear a crisis was averted with Pelter using Apple Pay through her phone. Stop it. Okay. Stop it. No she doesn't have one credit card. She didn't conveniently forget it. She probably has a deal with Goop for Apple Pay. Or, and this is a planted story by her publicist. This is a planted story, not by Gwyneth Paltrow's publicist. Blue and but, Cream? But Blue and Cream's publicist. Why would they name check that store specifically? That's true. We have no idea. That means I nothing. Mean, that means nothing to us. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, Blue and Cream. What is that? An ice cream flavor? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because, of course, they're going to brag about her tripping there, you know? Yes, of course they are. All right, so we'll be on the lookout, though, if there's any Apple Pay recommendations by Goop, but you think it's from Blue and Cream. I think it's from Blue and Cream, or let's look at Goop.com and see whether or not they have a partnership, partnership is what they like to call their ads on Goop. fine. Mm. Okay, so Sam Smith is at the Excel tonight. He is. Um, he's not canceling. He's showing up. <laughs> I like Sam Smith. I like his voice. I like his personality, blah, blah, blah. But Adam Lambert shared a video of he and Sam Smith are hanging out on a yacht somewhere. Oh, that's nice of them. Might have been this weekend. And on the video, and Michael Jackson is playing an in the background, you can hear, and Sam says on the video, I don't like Michael Jackson, but this is a good song. And Adam Lambert posted that. Now people are mad at same Sam Smith. Uh, like several of the Jackson family have gone after Sam Smith. He didn't say this in an interview. Adam Lambert, I don't think mean meant to post the shit they're just on a yacht together and just Hanging talking out yacht talk over the yacht rock and that's what you do <laughs> when you're on the yacht well they were just having a a casual conversation yeah. and then adam lambert posted this probably because he thought it was funny, funny. like who are you to not like michael jackson yeah. anyway it's that's kind so of, stupid oh well, i know but, but the, no. the jackson uh oh, please. people are, need to Please. chill. Stephanie Mills ripped into oh, him. Stop it. Instagram, TJ Jackson. Let... Yes, not everybody liked Michael Jackson, okay? Yeah, and it's okay to not... It is okay, of course. Like... Well, no, it, that isn't it. it I isn't. think that is... It would this reaction is appropriate if Sam Smith dissed Michael Jackson in an on-the-record interview. I don't think uh, you can take him to task for an aside... A snarky thing that people do in their personal life. We've all done it. 
And it's okay if he doesn't like Michael Jackson, even if it's on the record or off the record. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is, but I kind of feel like Sam Smith is being somewhat uh, disingenuous to say that he doesn't like Michael Jackson at all because he is a soul R&B singer. And he would, of course, have to be positively influenced by Michael Jackson, even if he doesn't care to say it inadvertently influenced maybe yes. he doesn't even understand he that he not. was influenced but yeah. you know what if he doesn't like him and he, that's what he wants to yeah. say the no big deal especially members of the jackson family yeah, yeah very calm is, down yeah very yes, touchy get off donnie's lawn really okay uh mark Wahlberg is very into the whole oscars popular movie category oh bless his heart really? that's because that's the only kind of movies that he releases transformers. is transformers number 72 <laughs> yeah getting an oscar um queer eyes jonathan van ness have you watched any of the new queer eyes on netflix i watched part of the first season yeah did delightful. you like it delightful. yeah delightful so you know who jonathan van ness is I, he's, which one is he, he deals with uh, follicle failures. Oh, <laughs> so he's the hair guy. <laughs> yeah, the hair that guy. I know who he is. He praised Justin Thoreau's hair. Okay. And uh, <laughs> he said, me and Justin talk a lot about product, but oh, really? he's <laughs> actually like really smart and well-educated to like really everything. He's really a Renaissance man. He really doesn't need so much advice. He's actually very smart. Okay, dude, you told us in the very first sentence that you talk a lot about product, product, and then you quickly reversed yourself. Does he do Justin Thoreau's hair? Yes. So he's looking for press about, I, I mean, okay, sure. I don't know, though. I'm not really convinced sometimes about Justin Thoreau's well, Justin, hair color. Justin, oh, it's too dark. It's way it's too way dark. It's way too dark. It looks like shoe polish. Justin Thoreau at The Spy Who Dumped Me premiere told Entertainment Tonight that when he saw Queer Eye, I fell in love with them. And he confessed to Jimmy Kimmel he loved the show the so much he sent a DM to Jonathan Van Ness, the follicle. And that's McBeth. when they started talking about yeah. product. Yes. Oh. They've sort of included me in their little wolf pack and gave me good <laughs> advice on hot sauce. That hot is sauce? a real renaissance <laughs> man for you. Just... Oh. Yeah, I'm telling you, Jennifer Aniston has got to be so happy to be done with him. Yes. Oh, he's so pretentious. He really is pretentious. <laughs> After, okay, Melanie Griffith, uh, she told InStyle oh. in an interview that was released today. Is this the photo you posted of her that she's unrecognizable? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And it's again, today I saw it again. Oh my gosh. Well, here's what she had to say about marriage. Of course, they asked her because she's had three husbands, four marriages, four divorces. Why? Three and four. Three husbands, four marriages. Because she married Don Johnson twice. Very good. Mm -hmm. She said, I really don't think it's relevant for anyone anymore. But especially if you're 60 and you have four kids and you're living the life you wanted. Then why get married? It's like, I would love to fall in love and have a romance relationship. But I haven't. I keep looking. I've had lovers, but not a relationship. I mean, preach, Melanie. Mm -hmm. Take on lovers. At at this point in time, you've lived your life. You know who you are. Why well, get you're, married again? You're rich. You know how much money she fabul- got from Antonio. Yeah, you're living a fabulous life yeah. in Aspen. We see the photographs of you, and obviously, you have enough money to spare to look however you want. Yeah, yeah. You live you. She uh, calls Tinder tacky, 
And she said her children haven't attempted to set her up with anybody. She met her first husband when she was 14 and he was 23. They moved in together when she was 15. This was the 70s, people. Yeah. This got, is with Don Johnson, right? Or yeah, is Don before? Johnson. Yes. Got engaged when she turned her 18. They married a few months later. They divorced for the first time a few months later. Then she married Stephen Bauer in 1981. He's on Ray Donovan. Oh, yeah. The bo- yes. Like Ari. A- yeah, I know you're talking about. Okay. Ari mm-hmm. and divorced yeah. him after eight years, and then she and Don Johnson remarried in '89, and then they had Dakota, and then she moved on to Antonio Banderas. Live your best life, Melanie. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. All of my husbands, I love them all so much, and we're all very close. So there you go. Oh, bliss. Hollywood style <laughs> with money. Yeah, with money. With money. I think that's key. We'll be back.